What is up, gamers? I'm back. Um, I'm back on a mission to uh, just talk about the new format, which it's it's only been like what almost four days, but we already have uh, YCS results. Because I, I waited till after the YCS was over, so that way I could talk about it. Because that's what everyone wants to hear about. Um, but first, I wanted to give someone actually sent me a review, which I am super happy about. Um, and their review says, uh, so this comes from Pento GNG, so check them out. It says, I like the podcast. It's short and simple. Uh, I like to refer I like to refer you as the Rogue Deck Podcast, since you seem to know a lot about it. I'm on episode 21 right now. Keep up the good work. I also have a deck I made on Dueling Book. Let me know what you think. It was, it was a branded tier deck, and it was fire. Um, the only thing I did tell him was just to cut the Ash, because Ash is trash this format. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really happy about that. Um, please send me more reviews so I can read it on the podcast. Like it would make my day. Um, but I think we should step into the major player in the room. The Ashizu cards are finally out. And as most of you know, it is, uh, the wild west usually, because usually with new cards as powerful as the Ashizu cards, it becomes like kind of like an unsolved format. So, I think a lot of people thought that this weekend would be a little bit different than it went. Um, and the big thing that we noticed this weekend is this is, in fact, a Tier 0 format. And there is no denying it now. Um, and I think everybody knows that now. And I think I'm really scared to see if they do not hit an emergency ban list of some sort. I I'm not interested to see how this turns out because... Um, when we go over these, like, I guess rankings or like top cut, um, just know that this was this is just like a small amount. Imagine magnifying that by like a thousand players, and I want to say that same percentage probably reflects all of the players that were there too. You might have had a, a a few cool rogue decks that were playing, but like for the most part, this is what you were seeing. So, um, as you know, YCS, I believe it was, um, Pasadena was this weekend. Um, and with Mama being legal, I thought two things were going to show up. Ashizu tier was the number one thing that everyone was going to see. And I also thought Sky Striker would be an interesting deck, this like little go around just because linkage is such an insane card. But, um... Yeah, it was just Ishizu tier, <laughs> and 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 the, and the kind of like funny thing about everything was, so I was watching a lot of the uh, the um, matches, and they tried to avoid um, the mirror match as much as possible because they knew going into top thirty two, that's all you were gonna see. So they followed. Essentially, there was a sprite player who made it like top thirty two, and they basically followed him. They made him do a feature match like every time he won because they didn't want to show like these mirror matches. I'm pretty sure I saw like I think the beginning rounds they always show like the jankest of the jank, right? So I think round one was like zombies and something else. And I know one round they had Doug Zeef on and he was playing Exo Sister versus Sprite, I think. But like after that it was Ashizu tier, Sprite, Ashizu tier, Ashizu tier, Ashizu tier. I think there was like one Fuanaris player. Which rip, man. Um, but yeah, I, I think, honestly, it's kind of sad to see. 
not a lot of deck creativity. And, and I, I understand a lot of people's, like, mindset toward a Tier 0 format being like, oh, yeah, well, the skilled players win. And, and, and that's absolutely true. Um, but I think the big thing is it kills deck creativity because everyone's playing the same deck. You, you go to a regional, you're going to play the same deck, like, 20 times. No one has fun doing that. That's like that's like going on Dueling Book. Uh, you load up your, your Medulce, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait. And then you play Mystic Mind Burn. But Mystic Mind Burn is meta. So you play Mystic Mind Burn for 10 games in a row as, as you're trying to find a normal person on the damn website. So you're just sitting there playing Mystic Mind Burn, and then you realize Yu-Gi-Oh! isn't fun, and then you take a break or you just don't come back. And I think that's the big thing that we're going to see here is, I mean, I get tired of milling 35 cards for my deck. I mean, there was points during today where people were milling 20 cards a turn. Chain links. There was one point a chain link went to chain link 11. Chain link 11. At what point do we say, okay, this is enough. <laughs> we we, we got to slow it down. Like, Because, I mean, I'm cool with interaction. And I think a lot of people are okay with interaction. I would rather see more interaction than, like, just basic negates. But the big thing is, when there's so much interaction going on, where you're on chain link 12, and game 1 takes 35 minutes. Um, yeah. I mean, who has fun doing that? I mean, I want a competitive game, but at the same time, like, I don't want to sit there for 35 minutes figuring out a damn chain link to summon the same monster that you summoned four times, because you just keep recycling it. And then, also, a big thing for me as well is, like, the price point on these cards. Like, I think a big thing for me is is about formats. Like, formats, honestly, like, the last format. I, I was pretty okay with the last format, which was Darkwing Blast format. I thought that was a pretty interesting format. There wasn't... Tier was good, but also Sprite was good. So, those were fighting for the top spots. But then you also had other decks that could play with these decks. Like, there was a lot of anti-meta decks and or like other rogue decks that were competitive like rika was competitive for forever and it was even competitive like darkwing blast format it was a very good deck there's a lot of cool rogue decks last format that just get absolutely murdered here and i i've seen a lot of people take a break from the game just because of this format because i mean look at it it's ugly as we get into these results like no one wants this and i mean just coming from thinking about someone who's stepping into the game. Stepping into the game and then realizing that you have to pay 700 to $800. Which, I mean, granted, that is a little bit better than what I thought it was going to be. Because um, I thought the... Uh, personally, I thought the Ishizu cards were going to be short printed to hell. Um, but they, they were actually printed well. So I give Konami like credit on that. But... I think still, like, when you when, when you don't have a deck other than a Shizu tier that can be slightly competitive, other than, like, Sprite, Fluanderies, or, like, basically D-Shifter decks, and Fluanderies, the best D-Shifter deck, the best deck, but no one's willing to talk about it. Just draw a D-Shifter every time. Just, yeah. But, just getting into this, I mean, I, I look at this. So, the top 32, right? So, I know what you're thinking, right? It's probably like, oh, yeah, like 15 Terrellement, like maybe like 11 Sprite. No. Just throw that all. You got this. You got this mental image. Just throw it out. 
26 Terrell Mint players in top 32. That is a staggering 81%. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that creative? I mean, 81% of a top cut is crazy. That's like Zodiac levels there. Um, I, I'm pretty sure... Well, I don't think anyone will touch Zodiacs 100% in top 32. Because Sprite and Flawanderies are still okay decks. They're still tier 3, tier 2 decks. But to have 26... Have a 81% just top 32 is insane. And also to think about it, just imagine 26 out of 32, right? Times that by like another 100. And that's that's what you're really seeing at like these tournaments. You're seeing 80% playing this deck. It sucks. No one likes this. <laughs> and as we get further in, um, I mean... Like a lot of people are saying, like, yes, it is true that when you get a, a tier zero format like this, a lot of the times, the best players will be on top. And that is true. Um, top 16, 14 tier elements, one sprite, one flute, 87% tier. As we get into top eight, 87% uh, tier, seven, one sprite player. Sprite player was insane. I was rooting for him the whole time. But yeah, but the, the finals was a, a tier mirror match. Um, it was Jesse Cotton versus, I think, Cody Angeloff. And I think Cody Angeloff won. But I I don't even think, at this point, we're, we're even seeing... There's a lot of cards that I've seen, just personally, that are changing a lot of like my opinions on things. And I think one of the big ones is Abyss Dweller and Abyss Heal cards. So, Abyss Dweller, I think, is a boring card, but it's needed in a format like this. I was always kind of against Abyss Dweller, because I think the card is, like, a floodgate. And, I mean, other than my bird floodgate, I don't like floodgates, right? But, looking at the Abyss Heal cards, I thought the Abyss Heal cards were a cool concept. But now they're just used as an engine to make the better decks better, which sucks. Um, because I thought Bestial as a pure archetype would be an interesting, like, concept. But going in, like, I, I saw a lot of people actually play Bestial Sprite or just play another Bestial version and just throw a bunch of tier cards in it. And, I mean, you can recycle the tier cards, so it doesn't matter. But I think in the end, uh, I don't know if we're going to see an emergency ban list. I really hope so. Um... I don't know if a lot of people are going to stay in Yu-Gi-Oh if they do not attempt to do something. And the worst comes to worst, I think a lot of people are going to switch over to different like formats until this format's over. But here's the thing. Knowing Konami and how bad they've done their ban list, we could see this deck be like this for the next four months. And... We, they could be waiting for Kashtira, and then Kashtira is a whole nother problem. Because then you have Kishtira Ashizu Tur Elements, and that's just ten times worse. I mean, who... They they gave this deck three waves of support and another archetype, essentially, to help them. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I wish my deck got that much, like, archetypal support. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I would love that. 
And I, I don't think it's going to get any better for a lot of us. So personally for me, I have been creating the dumbest decks possible I can play. So as a result, I would like to give you my top five stupid decks that I'm playing right now. Number one, Goaty. Have you ever wanted to play fish? Have you ever wanted to cook a salmon like Gordon Ramsay cooks young cooks into oblivion and has them emotional trauma for the rest of their lives? Well, guess what? You can. Introducing Goaty. The deck that says, hold up, standby phase. Quick effect, fish synchro. Um, honestly, really cool, cool cards. Uh, I mean, you can't expect much from a, a Yu-Gi-Oh uh, TCG exclusive. Uh, Konami always seems to fucking ruin the cards, which they do. But um, this deck archetype, like etc., is not bad. I actually really enjoy it. I think it's pretty nice. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's not like a competitive deck. Um, but you could probably go 5-0 to locals. It's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of people aren't prepared for the, the Goatee of the Deep Beyond because, let's be honest, nobody reads cards. So, like, when they actually start reading your cards and like, oh, shit, this card's crazy, <laughs> then they then they start panicking. It's a lot of fun. Um, I actually played against a tier player. This is before Shizu, but he, he was going off. I'm like, yeah, go off, King. Like, keep going, keep going, like. All right, effective paces, special summon, go to your deep beyond, banish your whole field. Man just picked up his cards and left. Like, <laughs> I mean, I would too, honestly, if I, if, if I didn't read that card, like, crazy. Um, number two, other funny deck that I've been playing recently. Um, shout out to MBT. I've been playing Abyss Actors. I am getting ready for that Abyss Actor support, my guy. Have you ever wanted to OTK your opponent but do it in style? Have you ever wanted to just imagine yourself on a theater, but not fusion summoning? Because fuck that mechanic. I want a pendulum summon. I want to read books on my cards. Well, guess what? I have an archetype for you. These silly actors basically OTK and have a lot of cards that aren't once per turn and then do funny stuff. It, it, you just play a bunch of going second cards, except for Dark Ruler, and you just OTK. It, it's just so much fun. Honestly, Archetype's hilarious. Nobody's going to read your cards. It just makes it even better. Number three. I will indoctrinate this channel or this podcast as much as I can. And if I can indoctrinate you to do one thing, it's to drop what you're doing and clean up your life. You know, get, 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 get little Timmy off the streets, get him inside working with some appliances. But one day Timmy realized or realizes that it's not just the crack. The appliances are real appliances. Hilarious. Blank one deck. Spam laundry dragon, sad magical cylinders pass. Is that not fun to you? Is it not fun watching your opponent squirm? As they have to read a Link 1 monster? is it, it? Does it not make you happy that you literally spent $5 on this entire core of a deck? And it won't win you anything, but it's hilarious because, again, no one reads their goddamn cards. What is it with not reading cards? It's like literally takes three seconds out of your day. 
I mean, if Jesse Cotton can read a card for five minutes and win a game because of time, then you can do it. Just read the card. Thank you. Number four, um, B-Troopers. B-Trooper be funny. B-Trooper be quick. B-Trooper uh, make me stick. Yeah, uh, that was a nice uh, nursery rhyme for you. B-Troopers, funny archetype, man. Just I remember playing them. Excuse me. When they first came out, right? Um, they were so much fun. They still are so much fun. I mean, you can get the whole deck for under a dollar, probably. <laughs> they reprinted everything. Pretty much everything, like the entire deck in the 10s as commons. Why would not just buy it? It's it, Literally, you could probably just buy like a bunch of 10s and just pull the whole deck. And then like get the extra cards, sell it off. Bang. That was a bang for your buck. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Archetype is fun. I mean, you're not going to win games if you play against the Shizu tier, but if you have a gentleman's agreement not to play garbage archetypes, then you could probably play B-Trooper. B-Trooper is fun. And this is coming from the guy who owns tier, okay? Like, don't don't touch that shit. I don't know if we were on number four, Matt. I'm going to say we're on number four. Have you wanted to be competitive this format, right? Say... You're thinking to yourself, you're like, damn, I really want to win those two OTS packs so I can pull my garbage Necromain Kings. How am I going to do that? I can't win with Goki. They're like eight years out of circuit. Hmm. I have to put another deck that's really old together. But I should throw the new cards in. Well, let me tell you. Don't listen to Nim Nim for... This man does not know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. If there's one thing you've learned from progression series, all he knows is I banish a light and a dark, summon chaos orc, and then lose to Simo top decking something crazy. Okay? Nindam does not know what he's saying. Play Naturia Shizu. Deck is crazy. Okay? Have you ever wanted to loop the same card six times during your own turn? Go for it. All the Naturias, right? Okay, just think about it. Not once per turn. Do you do you know how many times this weekend I summoned a monster off of Ant Jaw? Like just setting that card up in the in the tier against tier and saying, okay, special summon as much as you want, buddy. But then I'm just gonna special summon it as many times as I want. Oh, you nib me? No, you don't. Oh, you 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 activate spell? No, no, Naturia Beast. Oh, you activate trap? You want to activate a tri- No, Barkeon, Barkeon, no, no, no. Yeah, deck is crazy. Naturia Beast turn one with follow-up, and you can loop Naturia Blessing 95 times out of 100. It's crazy. Why, why would you do anything else? Why would you play Yu-Gi-Oh when you can just play Naturia? It's like the best way to play Yu-Gi-Oh. Why would I play anything else? Honestly. And number five, finally, this is a shout out to everyone who bought this deck and sold it. Branded Despia is a really cool deck. I don't have this deck because I don't like gay theater kids unless they're abyss actors. However, these gay theater kids definitely know how to branded fusion. They're really cool. Fallen of Albaz looks like he's emo as shit. 
I don't know, Aluver looks like he probably has his tidy whities inside of his arsehole. And uh, Mirror Jade is a worm. Explain that to me, Konami. He is a worm. Um, this archetype is really cool. Activating Branded Fusion when Loft and TCG is banned is probably my favorite thing to do. Um, used to be able to send snow, but goddamn, I'm glad that card is banned. Um, but what you can do with this format is you can mix it with a bunch of stupid shit. Like, think about it. Dark Lords, okay? I don't know why you would do this, but you could do it. You could do Dark Lords. You could put it in Dinosaurs. I mean, I mean, you could probably put it in Appliancers. You can just put that shit in anything. It's it, it's kind of like salt, you know? Um, you're supposed to put that shit in anything, but apparently white people don't do it like me. Um, and we should. We, we should start putting branded in everything, just like we should start putting salt on our food. Trust me, it increases the flavor. But yeah, th those are five stupid decks I've been playing. Um, there's a couple others. Uh, some cool examples would be Vernisilf. Um, Vernisilf cards are crazy. Being able to search any Earth monster and being able to search a Shizu cards are broken. I've seen a lot of people play um, Madolce Ishizu. I'm not too into that right now. Like, I, I don't want to play that shit, but I know a lot of people who do. And so, like, kudos to you. Or, another cool thing to play right now. Alright, hear me out. What if you took the meta and you just threw it out the window, right? And you put a shit ton of trap cards and those trap cards were all floodgates and you normal summoned a berry statue that's right boys a bad day i i have a bad day every day i look at this format so if i'm gonna have a bad day i'm gonna make sure my opponent has a bad day okay you play every bad card that you can possible i'm playing fossil dyna i'm playing judgment i'm playing mirror force i'm playing the dumbest cards that do nothing in this format. I'm playing them. Because guess what? It's not like I was going to win anyways. But yeah. That's my little rant for today. Um, that was really cool. I bet you love that uh, top five decks of all time. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear some uh, cool funny decks you guys are playing. Um, oh, that's what I can do. So. I had a viewer ask me the other day for a Naturia Ashizu deck profile. Let me grab my deck really quick. I'm going to put on like a, one of those cool media things. Hold up. I got something on here. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, shit. Fuck yeah. This is Naturia Ashizu. Everybody clap. Oh, oh, I got a clapping thing. Fuck yeah. I love having sound effects. This is crazy. Thank you, thank you. I, I'll be here all week. Okay, so, deck profile. Let me grab my deck. Sorry, I just wanted to make those cool, funny things. Alright, boys. So, we'll start it off pretty simple. So, I like to always start from the back, right? No one cares about the actual cards in your deck. They care about the extra deck. So... In my extra deck, I'm playing Access Code Talker because it's good. And this deck really struggles with OTKing. 
I'm playing one Trishula. I have never summoned this card, and I'm definitely taking it out of the deck. Um, you could replace it with, like, I don't know, probably anything else staple-wise. It's a Trishula's bad. Black Rose Dragon. This card is hilarious because you can summon it, and then you just blow up your opponent's board, and it's just funny. What are they going to do? Summon from their graveyard? That's crazy. No one would ever do that. Curious. Sure. Since this card is still not banned, Konami, why why not not make it? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not going to ban it, I guess I'm going to bank it banned. I'm, I'm going to make it banned. Underworld Goddess. This is so I don't... Uh, this is essentially so I have an out against an Adagister player because I hate those people. They don't deserve rights. Opelousa. Because Opelousa against Flunder is a FTK. Abyss Dweller. Because... I don't want to have you fusion summon from your graveyard. Gigantic Sprite. That's right, boys. We're playing Sprite with leaves. We're playing Sprite uh, Cranberry, but I'm not playing Naturia Cherries, so it's not as good. Uh, Nightmare Unicorn, because shuffling back a tier card is probably better than sending it to the graveyard. I think I've learned my lesson. Barkeon. Crazy. Not once per turn, trap negate. It's a FDK against every trap player ever. Also, the Earth Channeler. Um, literally, you can use this, summon it, steal on a Shizu card, go on a unicorn. Crazy. Plus, it helps you because you can just search anything in the deck. IP. Crazy. Unicorn on their turn. Naturia Beast. Best card in the deck. Literally just says no to spell cards. Except for, like Dark Ruler Ultimate Slayer. Who plays those cards? Sprite Elf. It's generic, my guy. Why am I not going to do that? And Dugaris. I play Dugaris so I can summon back something I mill because sometimes you draw the most trash hands imaginable. Now, we go into the main deck. The main deck is the, probably the second most important part, right? So, first, for the trap cards. I'm playing, and I quote, three Naturia Sacred Trees, an Exchange of the Spirit, and a Gravekeeper's Trap. If they're allowed to play their shitty Ashizu cards, I'm allowed to play mine. But mine are definitely cooler. I play three Naturia Blessing. This card is not once per turn. That's crazy. Literally, it says, Special Summon and Hurry a Monster from your Graveyard. Crazy. You just literally loop this like eight times because why not? Thanks, Ishizu. Then I'm playing three triple tactic talents because people activating spell cards on my turn is not going to fly with me, buddy. Then I play two cosmic cyclones because why is Mystic Mind still a card? Come on, Konami. How long is it going to take you to ban the shitty card? Alright, now for the monsters. Are you ready? Three Keldo, I believe. Hold up. I gotta count. Can I count? Yes, I can count. Three Keldo. Because shuffling back your sacred trees so you can mill them again so you can grab Blessing and then mill them back into your deck to continue doing it is hilarious. I'm playing two Kelbeck because Kelbeck is the bad one against Tier because then it just mills your opponent's deck and then that sucks. I'm playing, I think, three Agito. 
I don't know why I was playing three Agito, but it was kind of funny. So I was like, yeah, I'll play three Agito. Yeah, three Agito. Then we're playing three Medora. Medora is just cool as shit. Have you seen his little sword thingies? Plus he shuffles back cards. Then we're playing the honorary Ashizu card. Let me put you on this one. Versilf of the Mr. Seedlings. So what this does is it sends itself in a monster from your hand to your graveyard. Then it searches an Earth Fairy monster. All of the Ashizu cards are Earth Fairy monsters. And then it specials an Earth monster from grave. Crazy. Absolutely bonkers. Then our two hand traps. Two orange lights because I couldn't find a third one. That's right. I probably would play a third one, but I'm broke. Now... For the best cards of the deck. The reason you play the deck. Naturia. Three. Naturia Camellia. This is crazy. This is a one card combo. This is literally part of your entire strategy. Literally, it's three effects in one. If it's normal special, send a Naturia card from deck to grave. Crazy. Send the Sacred Tree. Sacred Tree effect. Grab the Blessing. Number two. If I would tribute a monster for a Naturia card, it just mills two cards off the top of my deck instead. Fuck yeah. Number three. If your opponent normal special summons a monster, you bring a Naturia back from the graveyard. Crazy. Now, the better Naturia card, Naturia Mole Cricket. Have you seen a cuter cricket before? I don't think you have. Eventually, essentially, he is tribute special Naturia from deck, or special two Naturia monsters from deck, if your opponent controls a monster with the highest attack on the field. And then, if your opponent special summons a monster from the extra deck, or you special summon a Naturia monster from the extra deck while this card's in the graveyard, it special summons itself. Mwahaha. Then, the weird Naturia cards. These are all one-ofs. Stink bug. This card is bad. I'm probably going to cut it. It doesn't do anything. It literally just prevents attacks. Honestly, it wasn't even worth the deck space. Naturia Ant Jaw. When your opponent special summons a monster, you can special summon a level 3 or lower Naturia monster from your deck. And guess what, boys? It's not once per turn. So you just continue to do it. Just, just keep doing it. Like, even if you run out of zones, you just keep adding on to the side. Until your opponent says it's illegal, and then you just say, what do you mean? I, I, I know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh. One Sunflower. This is the monster negate. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It literally just tributes a monster, an Eterium monster, to negate an activation and destroy. And guess what? If you have the Camellia up, you just mill two cards instead. Crazy. One Naturia Vein. He looks kind of veiny like my... Beep. And um, also, when you activate a spell or trap card, he tributes a Naturia to negate the activation and destroy it. And then, my spicy sauce. One Naturia Rose Whip. Um, this was literally an FDK against certain opponents. Like, literally, you put this out against Runic and they just, like, start throwing stuff. It literally just says your opponent can only activate one spell trap card each turn. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely wild. All right, boys. Then we get on to, to the goaded, goaded with the sauce segment. I side deck. All right. 
So we're playing three Dark Ruler. I, I didn't really think of anything else. It, it'll probably get taken out, but I couldn't think of anything. Three DD Crows. DD Crow is insane, especially in the tier matchup. And you can't really run Bestials, so you just run DD Crow. Three Droll and Lockbird. I ain't losing to Flunder, my guy. If there's one thing I know that ends a Flunder turn, it's Droll and Lockbird. Trust me, from a Flunder expert. Three evenly matched, because evenly matching your opponent is hilarious. One Skullmark Ladybug, because, you know, we always got to get that time shit going, you know? If, if your turn's going to take 45 minutes, then I'm going to win with this card. And my secret spicy, secret special McDonald's Mac sauce, two Shadow Imprisoning Mirrors. Alright, them tears ain't activating, buddy. Just draw the out, bro. It's really easy. You mystic mind lover. That's my Ateria Shizu deck profile. Thank you. Oh, hold up. Before I do it, let me do, like, clapping. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here always. Okay. I just really want to do that. It was funny. So, I think the final thing I'll do before I leave is uh, read some cool anchor stuff. So, uh, I leave a little questionnaire or a question on every episode. If you go on Spotify, you can literally, like, scroll under the episode just a little bit, like, on the main screen. And it'll say, like, a question, and then you can type the question. So, um, I asked, what's a question you want answered next week? So, my replies weren't really questions, but I don't care. I'm going to answer them anyways. So, Joshua Lincoln says, Thanks. I feel famous now. You're a Giga Chad. Time to finish the deck list. No, you're a Giga Chad. And you're going to finish this deck list. Because now you're going to win a YCS. And then you're going to give me nothing. Because you earned it. Because you're a true Flunder player. Mr. Clean says, This is absolutely a Young Gravy reference. Which makes me very happy. Thank you, Young Gravy. And Mr. Clean for giving me the opportunity to chase milfs like I've always wanted to. But you convinced me to buy flu and learn how to play paper Yu-Gi-Oh. Well guess what? You didn't need I, I didn't need to convince you because you were inspired by young gravy. Think of all the MILFs who are gonna be like, I remember Yu-Gi-Oh when my kid was in a a child and then yeah, and then I don't know what happens after that. I've never had sex before, so um Steve Greer says, Why don't you give my hero academia a try? Steve, I'll be honest with you, bro. I, I'm, my head is everywhere. I work 50 hours a week. I barely have time for Yu-Gi-Oh! And I go to school. Ain't happening, my guy. The only game I've picked up outside of Yu-Gi-Oh! is Soul Forge. And that's because we play it before we play Yu-Gi-Oh! So it's not, it's not, we're not actually like, I'm not actually being good at it. I'm just playing it. My deck is trash. It's literally two random decks put together. Okay, it's not good. But uh, sadly, that was all the questions, which uh, kind of hurt my soul. But I want to thank everybody for answering, even if you didn't answer, because I know you answered. I'm I'm literally in your head right now. Um, I'm literally listening to you. I I will literally just kill you. I'll I'll kill all of you. But yeah, um. So, one last thing, I guess. Do I think I'll see an emergency ban list? Because I saw this question come up a couple of times. No. I don't think we'll see an emergency ban list. And here's the reason why. I think Konami wants to sell their cards. If they print out an emergency ban list right now, people aren't going to buy their cards. 
So they're going to give it a month or two. Maybe not even a month or two. No, probably a month or two. They're, they're going to make us suffer for a month or two. Nobody's going to go to events. We're all just going to play mirrors. And then they're going to be like, okay, guys, so we've come to the decision. We know what's going to fix the format. We're banning Sprite Blue. We're banning Sprite Blue. That was the problem all along. It wasn't It wasn't the Ishizu cards. It wasn't the tier cards, Fusion Summoning from the Graveyard. It was It was Sprite. You know, that's why we banned Ronin Totem. I don't think the Ronin Totem hit was, was, it didn't do enough to hit tier. So we're going to have to ban Sprite Blue. I'm sorry, guys. I, I know it's it's tough. You know, you might not be able to play Sprite anymore or tier anymore. But look, there's this crazy new archetype and it's called Cashatero, okay? I want you to just drop everything, you know, all, all your decks. And I want you to play our shitty version of this deck. Thank you. Good night. Um, this was Jimmy Kimmel Live. If you haven't followed me yet, follow me on Twitter at uh, KillerMetaYGO. Sorry if I sound a little under the weather. I have the sniffles for, like, no exact reason. And it's making my brain hurt. I've drank in three cups of coffee before this entire episode. Um, some other things I want to shout out. Shout out a couple podcasts I listen to on the regular. Um, I shout out the Top Cut Podcast. Awesome podcast. They... Just honestly, inspirations for everyone who starts a podcast. So please give them love, support. Um, put them on the top so us small creators can follow in their footsteps. I want to shout out to Scapegoats, one of my even more favorite podcasts because I love the banter. I love the stupid games. It makes me happy to not have to think about this format when I can think about One Punch Man because that, that, that shit is hilarious. I would love to play that deck profile. I actually am thinking about playing it, so um, if you ever hear Emerson, I guess, talk about One Punch, just tell him that I love the deck. I think it's hilarious. I don't know if it was Emerson, but I'm having a brain fart right now. Um, another podcast would be hmm, uh, Set 5, but uh, sadly he's not doing much right now. But uh, yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. It was a pleasure to uh, bring you into the shitty room. And tell you shitty news about how shitty this format is going to be. And uh, I'll see you next week when um, another Shizu uh, takeover happens. Goodbye.